Welcome to another episode of the Total R&B Podcast. I am your host, Lorena, and we are finally back and we have another special guest with us. She is from Mississauga and she is an amazing singer. Her name is Luna L. Uh, we are going to talk about her EP that she put out last year called L-O-V-E, which stands for Loss of Valuable Energy. We're going to talk about her being one of the CBC Searchlight winners, which is a big deal here. And we are going to talk about her new single, Pick Up I'm Alone, which you can stream everywhere on every platform and also check out the visualizer on YouTube. Super dope. So we're going to get into that. So thank you, Luna L, for being on the podcast today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. How are are you doing? How's everything going? Pretty good. Been busy. Busy, A busy summer? Yeah. No, that's my friends much and they're complaining but oh no yeah (laughs) okay well you're keeping busy but you're putting out amazing music that you've been doing throughout the year um Mm -hmm. you had your ep but you've been putting out singles too this year too so we've been jamming we've been listening we've been you know supporting so thank you so much for that hard work is paying off um i always start off the podcast asking this question to all of my guests so what is the first thing that comes to your mind when i say uh, what is your first memory of R&B? Ooh, I just thought of like five things. But I'd say, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say family, which is so weird. But no, it's, it's definitely just because my sister really introduced me to R&B. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think of my family and like my little old jam sessions. <laughs> and so you said your sister introduced you. So like what artist would you listen to when you were younger, listening to your sister's collection? Um, Aaliyah, Brandy, Beyonce, mm-hmm. or Destiny's Child. Um, so many more, Alicia Keys, just so many. Definitely. And do those artists that you listen to from when you were younger, do they influence your music now? Or do you like more so stick with like, art like your peers or like even further back in the day? Um, definitely the, those artists, like Beyonce is my number one artist, like my biggest inspiration. Brandy, I love her runs, her vocal stacks, everything. So yeah, there's still- Did you get to see Beyonce in concert? I did. You did? Okay, so you have to tell me about it because I'm one of those people that wasn't able to sell my kidney to go. So you have to tell me about this concert. It was so, so good. Like it was amazing. Everything I expected and more. Honestly, the only thing that I would change is to get like a really close seat. And mm-hmm. I was about to, but my parents said no. <sighs> That's what a lot of people say that they wish that they were like closer because she had like different sections. Yeah. So yeah, one of my friends went and um him and his friends got moved down. So they did get a little bit closer, but they wanted to be like on the floor <laughs> next so to the stage. I got moved up. <laughs> You got moved up? Yes. I was so, so disappointed. But, you know, I was in the middle. So okay. I got everything, but still. But at least you were there. So you still yeah. had, you were in the room. You felt that energy. You saw the performances, the clothing, everything. So mm-hmm. that's dope. I love that. Okay. So you mentioned like Beyonce, Brandy, uh, Destiny's Child, Aaliyah. Did you have like a favorite album? that you would listen to growing up? That's hard. Not, it wasn't like a favorite album. Mm -hmm. That's a lie. Destiny's Fulfilled. Okay. I would love listening to that one. Or like B-Day. Yes. 
Yeah, I know it's all Beyonce, but <laughs> yeah, but it's it's Beyonce. You can't you can't go wrong with Beyonce. I'm a huge Beyonce fan. I am in the yeah. Beehive. I always say I'm one person away from like meeting her because I've right. I've interacted. Well, not interacted, but I've been near some people that are close to her. So I'm like, I'm one person away, just one. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, Destiny's, uh, Destiny's Fulfilled is a classic album. Mm-hmm. I feel like when that album came out, there was no skips. Um, same thing with B-Day. That was like a time. Yes. So with all the videos that she did and everything. So yeah, those are those are some classic albums. I like that. But you yourself, you have, you know, your own music that you're coming out with. So people are listening to your music and yeah. your songs will probably be something that inspires somebody else, you know? So tell me, how did you start? Honestly, there's like a long story and a short story. The long story goes all the way back to when I first listened to Beyonce. (laughs) Um, But the more recent story would be um, during the pandemic. I was very into music just because, you know, helps you cope with like whatever you're going through. And the pandemic was stressful. So that was when I really got back into music heavy. And my sister was posting videos of me singing. I think it was like a bunch of Summer Walker covers. And then my current management um, saw it and they were like, oh, who is that? Um, It was me. (laughs) So then from there, I kind of went to my first studio session. And I mean, I haven't looked back since. It was amazing. That No, but that is amazing. And I feel like uh, the pandemic, even though it was stressful and there was a lot of like sadness that was happening, a lot of fear and worry uh, for some people, a lot of good things came out of it, um, which I really like because so many people were like just tapped in on their phone and social media. I feel like it was easier to connect with people in a way um, that you probably would have never connected with because, you know, we get so busy in our day to day. So I think that's super dope. So that's how you got with your team that you have now. That's amazing. And how was that first studio session? Honestly, I was so nervous going into it. I was like, what if I'm not as good as I think I am? Or what if I'm just not what they're expecting? But like, then I kind of like, as I got there, I was like, but this is for me. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not for anyone else. And then I started singing and I was like, damn, I sound good on this mic. And then it kind of went from there. I love that. So something hit you that like really like solidified like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And then when you uh, started recording uh, with the team that you have now, were any of those songs are songs that we hear off of the L-O-V-E EP? Um, like the beginning ones, not really because I had to figure out what I liked, figure out what sound I wanted. Um, but then it very quickly morphed into that. So it was like, I want to say from the fourth session on is kind of when I started working on the EP. That's yeah. So how like how was that process like coming up with the theme and the songs that are going into that? Like, how did that all come about for you? I really, really wanted to tell a story just because I wanted to test my writing because I never, ever wrote before. Really? Yeah, never wrote before my first um, studio session. 
and even like the first one was just covers like I was just seeing covers just to get comfortable so it was really the second studio session was when I was writing and I was not very confident in my writing there's something that was very foreign to me still so I wanted to push myself and I wanted to try to make like a story mm -hmm. um a very sad story because it's all heartbreak songs but <laughs> um that was kind of the inspiration for it just like the stages of a heartbreak um and it kind of led me to thinking of the title loss of valuable energy because that's it's very contradictory to the to the name because it's l-o-v-e but mm -hmm. it's really saying loss of valuable valuable energy so i found it very interesting i don't know that was kind of no. like I'm I'm surprised that this is like your first body of work that you've written because the songs are so relatable. Like mm. you're young too, right? Yeah. So it it's stuff that people are going through like in their 20s and their 30s and their 40s. They could, you know, relate to this young girl that's singing all these heartbreak songs because unfortunately, you know, we go through heartbreak, stuff happens. Um, but yeah, that's that's amazing. So like, what did you learn about yourself then doing this? Because I feel like you overcame a lot of like fears or doubts that maybe you had because you're doing stuff for the first time. Yeah, it was at like that point that I kind of learned like, if I really set my mind to it, I can do whatever I really want to do. And it made me feel so accomplished because I'd never really tried that hard to get something, okay. to get something that I wanted. Um, and I was working on my writing all the time. I was pushing myself. I would sit there, even if the song took two hours to write, I would write it until I liked it. Um, and it really opened my eyes for me because I've never been so dedicated to something. So then I learned that, you know, when it comes to things that I really want to do, I'm super dedicated and I can work really hard for it. And I don't know, it was just very surprising. I love that because it is something that you need to do this. Like you have to be dedicated and consistent and, 100%. you know, discipline and all those things. So I think it will be, I know there's going to be ups and downs because that's, that's life. But I think um, finding something that you truly like, um, and be able to do it and have other people love what you do too. I think that's really special. So I'm glad that you discovered all of this, um, you know, the first time around. So that's really important. Yeah. And so, yeah, you were talking about the title, you know, uh, Loss of Valuable Energy. So I want to know, like, I know it's the theme of the EP, but is that like what you were thinking about uh, for love at that time? Or like, what is your definition of love if you have one? My definition of love, mm, I feel like my definition of love is like eternally caring for someone. Mm. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a romantic way. I think it's just caring for someone unconditionally. That is love. Um, but in the relationship sense, I don't think of it in a really bad way. It was just like, it fit the EP at that point. I promise I'm not super pessimistic about love. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's just unconditional care. Yeah. And value for someone. No, and that that is very true. So that it's uh, unconditional and it's something that's internal. Um, I think too, 
that title, obviously, it goes with, you know, the different tracks that you have on the EP. It just it fits perfectly, but it has you thinking, you know, what love is um, and like what the definition is. And then sometimes it changes because we go through like different experiences. Um, but it had me thinking because I had read I don't know if you read um, Bell Hook's book all about love. It's a really good book. It's really good because like she's talking about love, but like every chapter has you questioning <laughs> like what am i doing mm. what are we really doing so like for her um her definition is that love is a combination of care commitment commitment knowledge responsibility respect and trust so she's yeah. like it's an ingredient of all those things so on like future eps or music will you be tapping into like you know the other ingredients of love i definitely will be um Hmm, what can I say? I think that it's more of a self-appreciation, mm -hmm. self-love, knowing that I am that girl. <laughs> um, and also, again, the heartbreak, the classics, and maybe a little little bit of toxicity inside that love. So you know, <laughs> it'll that... be a list of different ingredients for sure. Okay, perfect. Well, you did, after the EP, you did release um, some more music for us in 2023. So we have Coping Mechanism, we have Tempo, and then we have the current track, Pick Up, I'm Alone. So if you haven't tapped into these records, people, please go to any streaming platform, type in Luna L, and they are all there for you to listen to over and over and over again. So definitely check it out. Um, are these... Um, singles that you put out the, this year is this leading into something else or these are just tracks that you just had to you know get out they're definitely okay so the most recent one is leading into something okay get ep on the way so be on the lookout for it definitely. Um, in the fall it's coming soon yeah and that's all i've been working on this summer so it's my little it's my little baby <laughs> okay and so pick up uh, i'm alone it, you know, it gave a lot of like homage, I feel, to Alicia Keys because yeah. we both are talking to some man named Michael mm. that seems to, you know, have a hold on you guys. Yeah. So was that intentional to have that? Because also in the video, too, if you guys check it out, you do have the braids as well. That reminds me of Alicia Keys when she first came out, um, her first album. She always had her hair kind of straight back for the most part. So, yeah. So let us know about that. Yeah, so 100%, it was an homage to Alicia Keys. As I said before, she was one of my earlier artists that I've listened to, that my sister introduced me to. And I don't know, it was so fitting for the song. So there was a pocket in the song where a bridge would have gone. And I was like, no, I need it to be a phone call. And I was thinking, thinking, thinking. And my manager pointed out like, oh, Alicia Keys has this video and she says this. And I was like, oh that's interesting and I went to go and watch it and I thought about it and I thought about it and I was like this has to be the one like there's nothing else that will fit there and then going into the music video preparation I was like we need to signify that Alicia Keys inspired this record um so I went for the classic straight backs even though I have my forehead's a little big you know it's okay you know I took it matter. ran with it so yeah yeah, no, I thought it was really dope to see, like, you know, 
um, expressing that, like, you know, someone that influenced you and you're kind of giving them their flowers in a different way. Like you're not saying it to them, but just by doing those little things, like having that little, that part, that phone call to remind us of that video that, you know, we loved and listened to that song that we listened to. And then also to just the look of, you know, how you're dressed too. So it just, it reminds us, brings us back to that time, a little nostalgia. So I thought it was dope. I liked it. Yeah. Thank you so much. I loved it. Um, I've been more into like the nineties recently, just because that's like my base R&B. I love it. So you'll see more nineties inspiration soon. Okay. Well, I'm excited. I love nineties. So I'm here for it, but let us know more about that track. Like, you know, who produced it? How did you guys come up with that concept? Like how was the vibe in the studio? Was it all together or did you record by yourself? Like what was going on? Okay, so the producer for that song is Space Chase. My man, Space Chase, he's amazing. Um, That was, I think, when I just found him as a producer, I was like, oh, this is a nice vibe. And then that day I was really, I was feeling to make something more upbeat, but I didn't want it to stray too far from my sound, which is like kind of sad girl Mm R&B. So although it is a mid-tempo it's still pretty sad but you don't expect it like when you're just singing along to it you're like "Ooh, yes but then when you listen to the lyrics i'm not happy (laughs) um Mm -hmm. so yeah and then that day i was just in studio with my engineer me and my manager that's usually how i record very small just intimate just something cute and fun just because you know, I, I get a little shy sometimes. Yeah. And it's a lot like my music is personal to me. So I like to keep it pretty intimate. Um, but yeah, it was a day where I was feeling a little down in the dumps, but I didn't want to let people know, basically. Okay. Kind of inspired it. Okay. Yeah. I like that. And then, so you mentioned like sad girl R&B and there's been a lot of like talk about that because a lot of, um, I would say older artists have made comments about like, you know, why is the music all like sad and slow and stuff like that? So what do you think about that? Those people that have those opinions, because I feel like there's a lot of different R&B that's out there and it might not be something that's mainstream. But I feel like there's just such a a huge like, you know, rainbow of different R&B artists that are just doing different music, which is like up-tempo, fast, speaking about love, speaking about heartbreak. Mm -hmm. But I guess for some reason, I don't know, I guess we're shining a light on like the sad love songs or the toxic love songs. Mm -hmm. So do you have any opinions about, you know, people that are kind of hating on the sad girl era? Well, I think like everybody through that time where they need to listen to some sad R&B, like even like with little things, whether it's you just broke up with your man or woman or something, there's always going to be a time where you need to just relate to a song. Mm-hmm. And so if that's not your time at this moment, that's okay. Maybe it's just not the R&B for you. That's fine. But there's other people out there that really do love it and really do need it in, for what they're going through at that point in time. So I, I, I agree. I feel like there's always something for someone, exactly. there, whatever you're going through. Um, and it's currently, I feel like you don't always have to go back to like an older era or anything like that. You kind of just have to see what's out there. Exactly. All right. So I also did see, uh, with a CBC searchlight, you were the top teen winner. So how was that receiving that news? 
honestly, it was unexpected. Like I just woke up one day and I, my man texted me and said, oh my God, look what you want. And I was like, oh my God, there's no way. But CBC has been so supportive. So, I mean, it was a surprise, but it was also like very nice just because to see that their support is like more than just playing me. It's like they really do believe in me was very nice to see. Okay, so that's dope. Well, congratulations on that, first of all, because that's a huge thing here that we have in Canada, for those that don't know. Um, but I did want to talk about that, like, support for artists, especially R&B artists here in Canada, um, you know, because sometimes there's not that many avenues, there's not that many, like, media outlets for uh, R&B artists. So it's great that we have like CBC that's supporting our artists and there's different initiatives, I guess, more so around, I find Toronto for mm -hmm. artists. Like, how do you feel about the support? And also have you um, like joined any of those like programs, like remix program or anything like that uh, throughout your career? Yeah, so there's a lot of great like support programs here in Toronto. And like recently this year, I've joined the RBCX Music program. Okay. Um, and honestly, it's been really great. Um, it's connected me with other artists, which is important because, you know, there's like a different bond that you get when you're connecting with other artists because they share the same experiences as you or similar experiences. Um, and it's also helped me to find a lot more great performance opportunities um so it's been very beneficial and as well i'm going on tour this fall <laughs> soon this okay. month yeah That's big. congratulations um, thank you so much um and there was like a seminar that they had for artists and it was talking about touring and what to expect and i think being able to join these programs that help you out help you understand what you're going to experience bring people who have already experienced things to kind of tell you what you're expecting is very important because now like I feel so much more comfortable going on tour because I have an idea of what it's going to be like. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like um, those things are, are needed. So I am happy that they do have that, those different type of like conversations and they bring speakers in from like all over to speak with um, different artists or people, different professionals within the music industry. So I think that's super cool that you get to have access to that. Is there anything that you would like to see that you haven't um, encountered yet to support artists? I think someone needs to let artists know that grants are an option. Okay. Um, so grants are things you can apply for, obviously, it's just like government um, things that you can apply for to get funding to help you improve your artistry. Because at the end of the day, things take money. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of people that don't realize that grants are an option. So, you know, apply for grants. I want to tell you, kind of walk you through the process of applying for a grant. And just to let you know that grants are there would be great. Yeah, no, that is super important because that's something I myself, um, you know, working in this industry, I didn't know that was available or that, like, you know, the government pays for, for so many things um, mm -hmm. to help artists. So that's really good. I did, however, I'm going to shout out um, Kingsley. She has um, a company called Black Market and she does grant writing for artists. So you could definitely hit her up. Um, she knows about 
everything when it comes to grant writing for artists and she like gets grants like nothing. So that's someone who I recently tapped into to learn more about it. So definitely check her out if you can, uh, Kinsley Slim. So yeah, she's out here doing her thing. And um, yeah, so yeah, that is really important. So hopefully we see more of that come out um, so that artists can receive that support. Because I think sometimes that's also stopping um, our artists from like putting out projects and doing different things. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, super, super important. Okay. Um, So now I want to know your picks, R&B picks to create a soundtrack. So I'm going to ask you some questions and you're going to tell me the song that you would play. Okay. 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 So the first song, what song would you play to turn up to? To turn up to? Mm-hmm. It's going to be Beyonce. Okay. Um, Here, honey. Beyonce oh, all right. It's amazing. I love it. To turn up to great okay so check we got that so what song would you play when you're in love Ooh, that one's hard one in a minute Aaliyah. okay i like that one that one goes okay and then what song would you play when going through a breakup Ooh, there's so many I want to say Heartbreak Anniversary by Gibeon. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I would have that on repeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, what song would you play when you're getting ready to go out with friends? Oh. I want to say gonna be Beyonce again. Ah. Okay, we could create a whole Beyonce playlist. Yeah, here. I would definitely do that too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say feeling myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that one. That works. That works. Okay. Yeah. Um, a song you would play when you're working out. I play really slow R&B when I work out, though. That's okay. I do, too. Okay. I'm not the only one? Oh, no. People think I'm always going through something because (laughs) I'm always playing the slow jams. Right? Hmm. I'm going to say, are you that somebody? Okay. Oh, no. Rock the boat. Aaliyah. Sorry. I keep thinking. That's such a classic one. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Um, what's a song you would play that, you know, reminds you of summer? Summer? Can I play, can I say my own song? Yeah, you can. Pick up alone. <laughs> it's such a summer feel to me. I love it. It no, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Okay. Yes, some self-promotion. I love it. Okay, uh, what's a song you would play during the holidays or Christmas? Let it snow, boys to men. Sorry. That Every is a classic. Single holiday yeah no that's one of my favorite christmas songs so i I, that's dope and then the last one because we need you to put us on to some music what is the song more people should know about i already put myself you can plug yourself again this is your soundtrack nine to five is it 
if you're going through a toxic stage, you know, go and hit it up. It's great. <laughs> well, we have it. Thank you so much, Luna, for giving us your picks. You created your own soundtrack. Yeah. I love the songs that you chose. So definitely, if anybody hasn't heard of any of these songs, definitely go check them out because they will put you in the right mood. So thank you. And tell us before I let you go, where we could follow you, what we need to do to support you, anything you have coming up that we need to know of, let us know. Yes. So I'm at Luna L on all socials, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, everything. Um, and, you know, go hit up Spotify, Apple Music, maybe some Amazon music if you have that. And go and listen to Luna L. Yeah, I will be dropping an upcoming EP. So take a look out for that. And yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Luna L, for taking time out of your day to speak with me. So I truly do appreciate it. And I look forward to the upcoming EP. I look forward to seeing you post about an upcoming tour. Um, Hopefully I can check it out. Everybody else, thank you so much for listening and watching. This is the Total RB Podcast. We are a bi weekly podcast. So we will be back in two weeks with a new episode. Thank you guys so much. <laughs>